1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
0: here we go what do you want to start with it's a mess a mess trash talking tuesday dirty mud can drag to the mud brought to you by florence recycling it's time to clean it up satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back this (laughs) is trash talking tuesday news talk 97.3 the sky
2: And welcome. It is 8.06. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Hey. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, Trump wins big in Iowa, and it is a trash talking Tuesday brought to you by Florence Recycling. But Donald Trump chose not to talk trash. He was quite cordial uh, after uh, the votes were counted and the results had pretty much come out.
1: I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a good a good time together. We're all having a good time together, and uh, I think they both actually did very well.
2: Measured tone. I mm-hmm. uh, not jabbing at anybody. I was waiting for the the yeah. Trump punchline, kick the feet out from under him, but it never came. Yeah, maybe there is a slight pivot there, um, and he did talk about two subjects that. I think, with most Republican voters, well, most common sense voters, you can't miss with this. We're going to come
1: together. We're going to drill baby drill, drill. right away.
0: Yeah. Drill. Drill.
1: drill baby drill. We're going to seal up the border.
2: Nice. Yeah. And with, not with baby seals. Oh, no, that'd be wrong. No, no. that would no. be wrong. Yeah. All right, so congratulations. Uh, President Trump just crushed it. In Iowa, how well did he do? There's a couple of different measuring sticks, but nobody got 51% of the vote ever, Hmm. so that's one. Yeah. Here's another one. Um, 98 of the 99 counties in Iowa went for Trump. Nice. And the one that didn't, apparently it was decided by maybe one vote?
3: (laughs) That's crazy. That is? That is amazing. Wow. Yeah.
2: So uh, And he's performed better with Iowa Republican women than he does with men. That is huge. He leads former Governor Nikki Haley and Governor Ron DeSantis by 37 points among the demographic. As a uh, tie at 17, Vivek Ramaswamy follows with 7%. That's in an actual poll Hmm. that was taken almost alongside uh, the caucus. So Ramaswamy has called it quits, and he is putting all his support behind Donald J. Trump. Nice. Awesome. Kind of figured he would. The left is melting down. One of the things that I've been concerned about is what desperate Democrats will do. Desperate human beings can do desperate things. Desperate Mm -hmm. Democrats can do dastardly things. We've seen it. Yes. We have seen it. So... Here come some of the big mouths that will come out Mm -hmm. and do what they can to do damage. Apparently, Trump did extremely well with evangelicals. He crushed it. Good. Uh, And let's see, early entrance polling presented by CNN found uh, Trump seeing support from 55% of evangelicals. That's more than double the 24% uh, the Governor DeSantis got, and more than four times that of Nikki Haley, 12% among that group. So he crushed it. But then you have Howard Dean. Remember him? Remember Howard Dean? Ah! Pretty much. That guy? Yeah. 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 And so he's come out of the woodwork, and he, well, he's the former National Committee Chairman. He's not anymore. No. But he's come out, and he claims that Christians who voted for former President Donald Trump have abandoned
3: any pretense of being ethical. Oh, um, oh! What you want? To, you want? You want ethics? You're going to vote for Joe Biden? Come on! Well, the idea of abortion comes to mind. The
2: idea of borders comes to mind. It wouldn't it be ethical for just from an ethical standpoint to protect your nation's borders? National security? that come into play? What about drugs? Wouldn't it be unethical to know that drugs are crossing the border and you're not doing anything about it? Wouldn't that be unethical? And they're, ki- they're killing 70,000, 80,000 Americans a year or more? And what about the human trafficking? Oh, and I love that. I love that term, human trafficking. Call it what it is sexual slavery. And make sure that you include children in that. Because that's a huge part of it. If you want open borders, you're saying the collateral damage of people overdosing on drugs and getting caught up in human slavery, including children, being forced into a life of uh, sexuality, pornography, God forbid, what else? If you're for open borders, then you're for that is okay. It's collateral damage. So that some people might have a A better life, possibly.
3: You mean the 16,000 Chinese that snuck across the border in the last couple of months? That's one of the groups. Yeah, just checking. Those on the terrorist watch
2: list? Yeah. Those that are military-age males that are the vast majority of those that have been coming across? Hey, they want a nice place to live, too, Bob. Yeah, but Howard Dean wants to talk about ethics? Yeah. He says Trump is the furthest thing from an evangelical Christian, which also goes to show you... The people that do these and say these kinds of things are usually the least understanding of Christianity. They don't realize that yeah, we're all sinners. Yeah, I'm not the def- how could Trump be the furthest thing from an evangelical Christian? You think Christ came for? He didn't come for the holier than now, people standing on the corner, right? He came for the sinners. And so Howard Dean says he's the furthest thing from a Christian. In terms of his own professed values, how he treats women, how he treats other people, his willingness to say whatever he wants, whether it's true or not. I mean, there are hardly what most Christians would call Christian values. They've done this before. They do this before with family values. They want to do the same thing. Yeah. They want to pick you apart if you've got issues maybe in your own own home. Oh, so you're you're for family values. Yeah. Because we understand the strength of the family and the positivity behind it and how statistics will completely back it up that life in a regular nuclear family gives you much better odds of living a successful life. Absolutely. I mean, that's Yeah. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And, Tom, you're on the air.
3: Hey, guys, you've got to see it to believe it. I just walked out of Publix right now. And on the way, i like, you know, I'm going to go check the headlines on the newspapers just to see if what I think
0: happened, happened. And the Gainesville Sun and the New York Times have no mention that there were any caucuses at all, Zero.
3: They've got headlines about local MLK parades and all the all the left wing stuff you'd expect. The only thing they mentioned there was a little blurb in USA Today, and the Wall Street Journal had a big uh, a big mention about the caucuses and the direction of the campaign, but nothing
0: from the New York Times or the Gainesville Center. It didn't even happen yesterday. It's not important. Don't hmm. even think about it.
2: Wow. But anyway,
0: thank you. Amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I, it, yeah, it really. Yeah, it is. And, and that, look, that's how the media, that's how they've been working it. Sometimes their bias is just pretending like it didn't occur. Yeah. And that's a pretty big story to kind of like forget about in the news world, right? But Trump won 98 of 99 counties and lost just the one by a single vote. That is wild. No wonder they don't. They, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to give him any props. And then Howard Dean trying to do his part. Mm-hmm. All these Christian Trump voters, they've abandoned any pretense of being ethical. Okay.
3: I, I would normally say to a response, hey, it's not like we're trying to elect him to be the Pope, you know, based on his morality or ethics or whatever. But these days, he may be a better option for either well, position.
2: Trump support, uh, you know, put in uh, SCOTUS. Yep. Some good ones. Uh, absolutely. And that, that's your legacy, and that is huge. But, of course, Howard Dean didn't want to talk about mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. does he? Yeah. 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Uh, coming up, LA Police thinking about hiring immigrants. Se hablo?
3: Okay.
2: Espanol? What? Hands up? Ooh. Don't shoot. Uh Mm. (laughs) Uh-oh. Much more to come on 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: mobilecom I want an issue a national, if not international, warning to our Israeli friends. Joe Biden is betraying you. And Anthony Blinken is betraying you. Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky. <laughs>
2: A robot could replace you soon.
3: That's not encouraging.
2: Especially when they don't sound like robots anymore.
3: No, they don't.
2: Here's how you know it's me. Slightly! No,
3: no, no. nothing with <laughs> artificial intelligence would do that on the radio. <laughs>
2: yeah, whether it's artificial or not, it's probably not intelligence. Well, that's being kind. AI set to significantly transform the job landscape in ad- advanced economies like the United States. Yeah. Now they're saying uh, it could affect an estimated 60 percent of jobs. Oh
3: my goodness!
2: Uh, this is according to the managing director of International Monetary uh, Fund, France 24 reports, uh, that recently predicted that artificial intelligence significantly impact the job market in advanced. Economies, 60% Mm. uh, could be. However, AI's influence is not limited to advanced economies only. AI will have a global impact with varying degrees of influence across different economic areas. Yeah. Yeah. But really, 60%. You know what you need to do, right? What's that? You need to go in and... uh, Get trained into how to fix the uh, the AI and all that, all all the periphery oh, okay. around this so called uh, great technology. Yeah, the periphery around it, because just like when they started making you know personal computers and everybody had one at work, and and then they said, oh, we can actually use some automation to eliminate jobs. And then come to find out, oh, the jobs they eliminated. Yeah. Yeah, they said, oh yeah, yeah, we'll actually come out ahead even when investing in this new technology. But then when you added the real needed software and hardware to accomplish it, and the IT support that went with it, you realized you replaced three people making thirty grand a year Mm -hmm. with three people making ninety grand a year. Well, good job, corporate. That worked. Good job. Yeah. So, there you go. Instead of trying to fight it, if AI is going to be rammed down our throats, and it is, uh, don't don't fight them. Join them. Yeah, isn't That's, there going to well, have to be together. people that are going to? No matter how much you automize something, you've got to fix it. If it's automatic, it's machinery in many cases. I mean, think about
3: the ice cream machine at McDonald's. There you go. Perfect example. It's
2: broke all, all the time. What do you mean
3: all the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of folks say, oh, well, AI doesn't really affect my line of work. Uh, Boy, if you really look at the automation systems, if you look at so many things it can do, yeah, it can.
2: And uh, Mike Rowe, he was one of the first ones who said AI is most likely to impact white-collar jobs. Uh, Rowe said, I've been hearing for years that robots are going to wreck blue-collar work, but it turns out that AI is coming for your white-collar job. He expressed that during an interview on the Big Money Show that the growth of AI in the workplace will not jeopardize blue-collar jobs. He argued that these roles require particular skill sets that are difficult to replicate digitally. People used to say that the robots are going to destroy skilled labor. Well, not really, he said. I haven't seen any plumbing robots. I haven't seen any electrician robots. And I don't think we're going to see any artificial intelligence in the skilled trades to that degree, huh? Well, that's a good point. And AI, in some of those cases, may be helpful. You could probably take a picture of a plumbing issue, and then it spits out exactly what you need to do. Uh Uh-oh. Then you wouldn't need a plumber, theoretically. Yeah. If you could fix everything now by using um, YouTube, Mm -hmm. well, then you should be able to fix everything in the future, too, with AI. Well, a lot of it will. But... If you watch YouTube and it doesn't go the same way in your personal experience as the little video kid did.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: It's pretty funny how they, there's some editing there and they're like, yeah. And just as soon as I can get this, and I'll never forget one of them.
3: Yeah.
2: It started showing the tools the guy was using. He goes, yeah, took me about four hours, but I got it done. And all he was doing was trying to slip a small wire through a firewall. And he's going to show you how it's done? Yeah, and he showed all the tools. and four hours it took, and then when you looked at it, he basically punched a giant hole in the...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody that puts something on YouTube really knows what they're doing, but I have learned... I mean, I changed the belt on my dryer, which I had never done before, thanks to a couple of good videos but and sometimes you got to watch two or three because it's like they they've got a bad camera angle on something and mm-hmm. you can't see just how they, you know, weave something through somewhere so you got to be careful but the fact is there's some good ones but there's some bad ones Former NCAA
2: swimmer Riley Gaines who by the way is usually awarded oh, yeah. awards like woman of the year through the NCAA She was denied entry into the NCAA convention. It was temporary, but politically motivated. What do you think? Because she stands for women's rights as a female swimmer. Details on that and a whole lot more coming your way. It is 828. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And it is a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
0: Misinformation, whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024.
1: Every move. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. Every candidate. we got to support Israel. In worded, in deed, in public and in private. These fellas don't know how to talk about abortion. I said we'd invested in all of this.
0: Your election headquarters. We're leading by so much. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Tuesday. What's going on
1: with America? Because everyone knows it's ridiculous. You got game? game? It's a mess. Here we go. What do you want to start with? Brought to
0: you by Florence Recycling. It's Time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed, or double your trash back. This is Trash Talk Tuesday. News Talk ninety-seven point three. The sky.
2: He really is a superhero, the Hulkster. Yeah, brother. on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Thanks for tuning in. It's a Trash talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. Your top story is Trump, completely dominating Iowa. Biggest margin ever seen. uh, Pretty much just blows everybody out in every demographic. Uh, Trump, 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 and then a Mm -hmm. little more Trump. Oh, yeah. Now you get the idea. What was a Hulkster up to? Apparently there was a car wreck, like, right in front of him. In uh, Clearwater, woman swerved her car, made a somersault, turned over, then ground to a halt right ahead of them. The mighty Hulk jumps out of his car. He and his pal, Jake, the the Marine, get out. And uh, they deflate the airbag, and they help this woman get out of the otherwise pretty much destroyed vehicle. Sounds like. They work together. Jake and the Hulkster work together. And uh, Hogan's wife took to Instagram soon afterwards, praised her hubby, writing, Last night after we left dinner in Tampa, we saw a car uh, flip in front of us. I admire my husband and her good buddy, Jake, springing into action, puncturing the girl's airbag, getting her quickly out of the car. By all appearances, she was unscathed, just really rattled, which is an absolute miracle. Uh, Apparently, the woman helped out of the uh, wrecked car was reportedly 17 years old. And uh, Hogan's representative, Linda Bow said uh, it's typical for Hulk. Hulk, he has a big heart. Uh, He helps and treats people with the highest respect. He also recently had been baptized and dedicated his life to Jesus Christ. Yep. Wow. He's been open about his faith for a while. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, But he's a hero. Got to love that. Or a superhero, as you call him. I like that. Use your power, For good Good. things. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Good point. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but former swimmer, uh, NCAA swimmer Riley Gaines, who really was, you know, one of the best. She shows up at an annual convention for the NCAA because they are having, uh, you know, the women of the year type thing. They wouldn't let her in initially. They were afraid she was going to disrupt it. She oh. said, I'm here to support these girls. By no means would I want to distract or take anything away from them. That's the silliest thing I ever heard. She thinks it was just to keep her away from the NCAA president, Charlie Baker. Mm. Once Charlie Baker walked by, a little bit after that, they then allowed her to come in because she had all of the credentials.
3: Isn't that something? They
2: was playing games, They were basically.
3: Yeah, that's sad.
2: So Doug Burgum never caught you know, much in in terms of uh, numbers or ratings or support, Mm -hmm. a governor, Doug Burgum, that is, out of North Dakota, he was one of uh, Trump's campaign rivals. Now, he, he called it quits back in December, and now he's endorsed former President Donald Trump. After Trump invited him to speak on stage at Sunday's rally in Iowa, Burgum announced his support for the president... And then, guess who else just threw in the towel? Vivek Ramaswamy. And guess what he did? Put his full support behind Trump. Mm. So, is it time? Governor DeSantis, wow. former Governor
3: Haley, what what are they going to do? It looks like they're still holding on and not planning on giving up yet.
2: Uh, so, you go to New Hampshire, anything's possible there. You have Democrats sure. that can vote in that because it's uh, open, right. primary. So that that probably, I'm guessing, would benefit
3: Nikki Haley. But doesn't it even take away some legitimacy in a case like that? In this scenario, they're going to try to hurt the guy they don't like the most.
2: Yeah, but it's uh, it's, it's it's one state. Yeah, uh, it's a small state. Um, yeah, I, I guess you could look at it two ways. Yes, will people specifically go to try to mess sure. with the republic? Yes, they will mess with the Republicans. However, since so many people don't have a party affiliation now, it actually represents a larger group of people than either party. Mm -hmm. Call themselves independents or something along those lines, but not Republican and not Democrat. Right. So to have an open primary there, I guess some could see it as well. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a chance to vote because I'm not a registered Republican in that case. Mm -hmm. All right. That could be. We'll see. So Doug Burgum throwing his support The governor of North Dakota, like 26 people live there. Oh, well, you
3: know. It's cold. (laughs) It gets cold there. You don't want to live there.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it gets cold there.
3: I was talking to friends over the weekend in St. Louis. You know, they got up like a Sunday morning to four below to get ready for church.
2: (laughs) Mm. Not, no. Um, No, thank you. Well, heck, they had to reschedule one of the football playoff games in Buffalo because of so much snow. In Buffalo, no less. Come on. Yeah, you think they'd be they prepared be used for it. To it,
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: No, they were not. You should've seen the the snow piled up oh, in yeah. the seats like it was crazy. I don't even know how they got rid of it by game time really. I think a lot of people had to kind of brush their own seats off. The problem is, it's not like it's warming up and it's melting into a drain. Right. It wasn't warm enough for any of it to melt. So I don't know what they do with it all.
3: Yeah, I don't know our the folks been warning you, but even though today again we've had some showers and some thunderstorms may come through. We're going to be not it's not going to be four below, but the next couple of mornings are going to be really, really cold. So just keep that in mind with the pets, and if you got some plants you want to bring in, maybe put them on a you know a enclosed porch or something that kind of thing. Just uh, kind of keep that in mind. So Trump with the
2: big win, and on the other side, per the latest polling, yeah, uh, from ABC News, yeah, and the Washington Post. Joe Biden's job approval rating has crashed to 33%. Oh, wow. 33%. That's the approval rating. His disapproval rating has climbed to 58%. My
3: goodness. Yeah. And yet, that's who the Democrat Party are still going to run with, we think. maybe possibly
2: it is it's it's interesting uh this is a op-ed piece john nolte and breitbart the internals for biden are just awful only 28 percent of independents approve of the job he's doing only 31 percent of women approve even after he won allegedly 57 percent of women in 2020 that's a huge drop off oh yeah even the dumbest people on the planet college graduates are coming around (laughs) Normally Biden polls over fifty percent with mm. these pinheads. Currently only forty one percent approve. Among black and Hispanic adults, Biden's polling is well below his average. Yeah, mm. I, I think and I think it's a little bit about Joe. Yeah. But I think it's a lot about Democrat philosophies in general. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I think the more that people recognize what the Democrats stand for now versus fifty years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not your daddy's or your granddaddy's Democrat Party by a long
3: shot. No, it's not.
2: Yeah. Now Biden it it this is interesting. His only edge is being honest and trustworthy. Excuse me. Forty yeah, forty one percent say Biden can be trusted
3: compared to just twenty six percent for Trump. So a guy who got basically kicked out of the presidential uh, candidacy twice for plagiarism and lying, yeah, is the most honest guy that they think is going to be running
2: for president. Really? Yeah, far more really? honest than uh, than how they perceive Donald Trump. Wow! And even when Trump clobbers Biden on the issue of mental sharpness, <laughs> it's almost the inverse of the previous numbers. Really, it's forty-seven percent to twenty-five percent.
3: Yeah, maybe tweet about some
2: physical sharpness. Trump is up nearly 30 points over Biden, uh, 57
3: to 28. Well, he can walk up and down a flight of stairs and he can get off the stage. He walked on moments earlier. He's got that going for him. Mm. And he can tweet for himself. So, you know, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of reasons why he's better. I have to ask this because I ask it every day. Yeah. Is Biden really running for a second term? I know. We thought, he'd have, we thought he'd be out in the first two years. We, I gave him two years. I think he might have been over or under. We didn't think he would complete this term. And the fact that they're still talking about running him again, this close to the election, makes you think that they're going to do something a little crazier. If you're not replacing him in the election, and you know he probably won't even be living four years after the election, what are they going to do? What's out of the realm of possibility for the Democrats, Bob, what wouldn't they do?
2: That's a frightening thought.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: Hey, um, Biden, uh, when he took the Houthis off the terrorist watch list, yeah, he said, "I thought they said Hooties and the Blowfish." <laughs> Yeah, so that explains that buffoonery. Uh, now we know. Yeah, kind of, sort of, not well, really. No, not Details really. on that and a whole lot more on the way. <laughs> it is 845. You're listening to The Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on 97.3 The Sky.
1: The Dana Show. There are people who apparently don't understand the relationship between economic policy and then what that does to the market. Now,
0: 10 p.m. nights and how it affects people on 97.3 the Sky.
2: Yeah, so I made a wisecrack about uh, Joe Biden taking the hooties off the terrorist mm-hmm. list. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's the Houthis, Hooties, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, you know, Darius Rucker. That was, oh, a, yeah. that was a music thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started making a little joke about it. But it, it really, it's not a joke. You delisted the Houthis as a terrorist organization. And when you did that, that, that changed the way that they were being treated and they were dealt with. So a little background on that. President Joe Biden told reporters this weekend his administration decision to remove the Yemeni Houthi terrorist group from the State Department's list was irrelevant. The same day, Biden responded to a question asking if he thought the Houthis meet the definition of a terrorist organization. He said, I think they are. Biden dismissed the State Department's terrorism designations in Allentown, Pennsylvania, where he was touring local businesses shortly after uh, CENTCOM announced a flurry of targeted airstrikes on Houthi targets in Yemen. The Houthis have dramatically disrupted global trade after declaring war on Israel in October and executing that declaration by launching attacks on commercial ships that are going through the Red Sea. Houthi leaders have claimed that they are only targeting Israeli ships or ships traveling to and from Israel, but in reality, their drone and missile attacks have targeted seemingly random commercial ships the attacks in the Red Sea have resulted in a 90% drop year-on-year on, year on a container ship traffic through the Red Sea and Suez Canal. So 90% drop in in traffic of commercial ships. Wow. And, and, uh, nice. and a massive diversion to ship traffic to Africa, where then they have to go all the way around the uh, Cape of Good Hope there. As hmm. Friday, the Shanghai uh, Container Freight Index documented an increase of over 300% In the cost of shipping per container, Hmm. 300%. The Houthis launched an overthrow of the legitimate Yemeni government in 2014 that prompted the ongoing civil war in the country. Um, The Houthis are a Shiite terrorist organization with close links to Iran, the world's foremost state sponsor of terrorism. Imagine that. Their official slogan is, Allah Akbar, death to America, death to Israel, curse on the Jews, victory to Islam. Huh. That's quite a mission statement. Yeah. Yeah. Biden's initial response to the Houthi campaign against global shipping in the region was to create Operation Prosperity Guardian, a dubious coalition of mostly Western militaries meant to assure commercial shipping companies that transiting in the region would remain safe. But it lacks support from some of the region's most influential countries, notably including Israel itself and Saudi Arabia, which has faced targeted attacks from the Houthis for years and inspired some allies, such as India, to increase its naval presence in the Red Sea, but reject membership in the Biden-led initiative. Huh. Interesting. So he claims, you know, it's irrelevant how they're designated, which is not true. Then he says, yes, they are a terrorist organization. Which should matter and not be irrelevant. Claims he's going to protect shipping in the area, but shipping is way down, and it doesn't sound like many countries are jumping on board. No.
3: That's all kind of odd, wouldn't you think? Think of all the economies being affected by that. When when you look at how much is being shipped on these things... And if they're going up 300 percent, are you kidding me? Hey, did I mention that Trump won big in Iowa? What? Yeah. How big was it?
2: It was huge. Yes, it was. Trump wins big in Iowa. Not Definitely not hyperbole. 51 no. percent. Closest anybody came to that was, uh, what, George W. Yeah. 41%. Years ago he got 41.
3: Yeah. That's just amazing.
2: 41. He got 51. Donald Trump earned a historic victory in the Iowa caucuses Monday night, trouncing his competition so severely, the Associated Press called the race only 31 minutes after the caucus officially began.
3: Yeah, Mr. DeSantis wasn't happy about that part. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, I would have, if I were running, I wouldn't like it either, but, man, that's just so overwhelming.
2: I really think it's time for everybody, our country, to come together, Trump said in a gracious victory speech. We want to come together. Whether it's Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, it would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all the death and destruction that we've been witnessing. With the results of some precincts still outstanding, Trump stood at over 50 percent, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, still battling for distant second place. And this is what he said about his two competitors.
1: I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. Right,
0: it's a
3: party.
1: And uh, I think they both actually did very well.
3: Nice.
2: Yeah, and uh, he said, we don't even know the outcome of second place, but it it appears that Governor DeSantis uh, got second place. And so Nikki Haley's people are already talking about uh, New Hampshire Mm -hmm. and and moving along there. And uh, former President Trump says, We have so many senators, if you go through every name, we'll be here all night, and everybody's going to get angry at me, but the senators, the Mm -hmm. congressmen from Washington... Uh, They came down from all different states. I want to thank you very much. He talked about the historically poor state of the nation. He called for Republicans to unite around the candidacy. It's practically never been like this. It's just so important. I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too, and I appreciate it. Yeah, his tone has been, I have to say, one of positivity. Yep. The town hall that he had on uh, Fox last week. He did. He struck all the right chords, all the right tones. Um, didn't fly off the handle mm-hmm. or you know over the top on any particular issue that I that I can recall. No, I think he did really well. Came off very presidential. Yep. Yep. Which is good because you hear a pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Yeah. That's not firecrackers. No. it's not gunfire. What's that? It's lefty Marxist heads popping <laughs> off. Uh. Yeah. Like little dandelions, remember that? The dandelion game. <laughs> Nine o'clock stretch is coming up, my friends. That's right. Get the uh, get the latest on the Bob Rose show on your Alexa first thing in the morning when you get up. Tell your smart speaker play ninety-seven point three. The Sky.
0: It's that easy. Trending, trending right now on the Sky. Secretary Austin's hospitalization was prostate cancer. Yes, I'm looking at you, Hunter Biden. Uh, you-
1: what a coward.
0: News. As it happens. Stay the course. The state of
1: our state is strong. The
0: news station.
1: A yeah, short-term spending
0: bill. To prevent a government shutdown.
1: It's a sellout. Boeing aircrafts are going to be grounded. Impeachment for Mayorkas. Now more news.
0: Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once. On news Talk 97.3. The Sky.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns. Including right here in yours